how we met. That's our story. It was almost like we were meant to meet that night. It was like kind of the classic when you're not looking it shows up sort of thing. I caught the feels. But I look back at that and I'm like, how did my parents not be like, what the heck? Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. And because it was Valentine's Day yesterday, happy Valentine's and happy Galentine's Day. Whether you celebrated with a partner, your family, your gals, your dog, I hope you got some well-deserved love and some overpriced chocolates and roses. My name is Jasmine. And on today's episode, we'll be hearing another crazy and beautiful love story. Now, before we get into it, here's a little bit about today's guest. My name is Hannah. I'm 31, turning 32 this year, and I live in Brisbane. So, how did Hannah meet her quote-unquote forever man? On the basketball court at student accommodation. And it was Valentine's Day. See what I did there? Let's get into it. Hannah, welcome to the story of us. So excited to have you with me today and to get into your Valentine's Day-themed episode. (laughs) Should be fun. Now, Hannah, tell me something interesting about yourself that I would never guess. So this is always my interesting fact, but I'm actually made uh, through sperm donation and I'm one of 15 siblings. Oh, my goodness. Other donations. Um, In 2010, I actually met my half-sisters and my biological dad and his partner. So I've actually met my sperm donor. What was that like? Uh, It was actually quite surreal because for most people, uh, nature and nurture falls into the same person but for me obviously my nature is Dave my biological father and he's love like an awesome man and I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him but my nurture is my dad Rob and I obviously don't call Dave dad in any way he's not my dad obviously I share biology but that's it but Rob has raised me and he's my dad so it was quite weird to be sitting there between the two of them and have them split That must be also a similar kind of feeling that people who have been adopted must feel like if they meet their biological parents. That is an absolutely amazing fun fact. Thank you for that. As I say, my parents have always been very open since I was born. So it's been my fun fact since when I was little, I just thought I had two dads and didn't quite understand the concept, but now I do. And me and my half sister are actually like the closest, like we're best friends. So I was literally about to ask you that about your relationship with them and if you're close with them or not. It's awesome. I think it's really weird to have family join your family like so like (laughs) late in life, you know, like it's really strange. I was 18. Well, you can't meet them till you're 18. So I was 18 and had lived quite a significant part of my life. So yeah. And you're like, wait, am I supposed to love you automatically? How does this work? My sister, like my full sister, Kirsty, she looks like my half sister, Katie, but is like the very similar personality to my half-sister Alex and then I've got the very similar looks to Alex but I'm like me and Katie are like sisters like we're both nurses we're both like you know we're just so similar in what we are so that is so cool (laughs) next thing I want to ask you is what are your top three words that you use to best describe love once I get into my story this will make more sense but that um, I'm a fighter for my love for me, it's making sure that you listen to the other person. Like it's super important to make sure you're listening and not and not just talking. So for us, that's a really big thing in our relationship. And I guess the last thing for me as well, I guess for us, it's just making sure you have quality time for each other, like making those times for each other, which as a nurse, you do, I think, probably appreciate so much more because you're working shift work. So the time we find for each other is super important. So to me, love is finding quality time with the person you love. 
Absolutely. The less of it you have, the rarer it is. Yeah, 100%, which I'm sure you'd understand having a long distance relationship. So, Oh, yeah. Don't I know it. I pay attention in <laughs> class. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hannah, next thing I want to ask you is what your attitude towards love and dating was before you met your partner that fateful Valentine's Day. So growing up, I guess, like I was, this is going to sound terrible, but I think I found my self-worth in like being a people pleaser and being a pleaser to the guys I was in relationships with. So that was kind of like my early days. And then when I was going through my difficult teen girl years, which we all have been there, oh, yeah, uh, I would go for the guys that would upset my parents the most. So <laughs> I wasn't necessarily choosing guys for me, but guys that were going to upset my mum for like, for example, I went out with a guy that used to carry a rat around in his hood. Like, Stop it. Hold on. Hold choice. on. What? 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 <laughs> he was a little bit of a junkie, didn't make the best choices in life. I wasn't making the best choices in my life at the time and I brought this bloke home to meet my parents and he sat on the couch beside my dad and up jumps a rat out of his hood. So, <laughs> Like I have my mouth open right now, everybody. That is crazy. What on earth was the reaction to that? My mum was like, who is this guy you brought home? And like, obviously did not approve. But I think, you know, when you're young and you just want to upset your parents, the not approval made him more desirable to me. And so as soon as she was like, oh, I really approve. My mum was smart. She clued on. She's like, oh, I really like him. Then I was totally off him. So <laughs> Clever lady. She used reverse psychology right there against you. That's what you get for having a mental health nurse as a mum. So <laughs> When I finished high school, I think I just kind of got a bit, like I obviously got through those awkward teen years and I kind of started, then I became like a chronic relationship person. Like I would only be, this relationship I'm in now is only my third relationship since high school. So I kind of have had a couple more relationships with a bit more longevity to them. So yeah. So you've gone for sort of that quality over quantity in terms of of who you've been with. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I would definitely made choices that are more for me and I probably go for people that more align with who I am opposed to mm, which inevitably comes... my parents the most <laughs> <laughs> inevitably comes with maturity no doubt about that based on your current relationship then as this is a Valentine's Day special episode I want to now hear all about how it started how you met how did this all happen so I had just moved from Melbourne two weeks before Valentine's Day I'd moved from obviously Melbourne to Brisbane my partner had been in the country for a little while. He's actually from Zimbabwe. So yeah, we I was sitting up in my little student accommodation and I was watching this guy on the basketball court. I thought, oh my gosh, he's hot. I need to figure out a way to talk to this bloke. I mean, obviously he's a lot more than just good looks now, but when you first meet someone, <laughs> you go for the looks, don't you? Of course <laughs> you do. Of course you do. Anyone who tells me otherwise is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> So eventually that him and his mate were playing this game and the ball came over into my area that I was in. So I went down and threw it back over the fence. And I thought, this is the time. This is how I can open a conversation. So I kind of walked over to him and said, hey, how are you? Like, my name's Hannah. I introduced myself. And he was like, oh, yeah, my name's Ryan. And I got a sense from him that he was kind of trying to set me up with his mate. Like he was like, mm-hmm. talk, kept talk, talking up his mate. And I said, oh, um, and he's like, oh, my mate really like liked you, blah, blah, blah. And I said, oh, like, look, to be honest, I'm going to be really honest with you. I'm not interested in you, mate. But if you want to hang out, like 100% ready, would I'm be free. happy to do that. <laughs> I am free. Um, I'm actually having a singles day or a singles Valentine's Day party at my house tonight. Would you like to come? So I said, obviously, bring your mate. That's kind of where I started. 
What was the singles Valentine's Day party? What exactly did that entail? Um, it was strictly singles. I mean, there was obviously a couple of people I'd made friends with who were in relationships. I didn't say, oh, you can't bring them, but I was <laughs> trying to just pick the singles from in student accommodation so people could kind of meet. I think before I kind of arrived at student accommodation, it sounded like there wasn't a lot of social things. And, mm. and in case we haven't got from this podcast, I'm quite a social person. Um, my parents would say that I can talk to a brick wall and talk underwater. So Perfect podcast guest. Anyway, (laughs) we digress. So you had your Valentine party and they came. Yes. So invited everyone, as I say, everyone that was kind of single and student accommodation. And yeah, we just got talking and hanging out. We didn't do any party games or anything. It was more just a chance for people to chat and mingle and get to know each other since it was quite early on in the uni, uni year. I don't even know if uni had started. I love that idea for a Valentine's Day party as well. But I want to know now, he came to the party, he was with his friend. So how did things sort of transpire between the two of you? How did it evolve? Where did you go on your first date? Tell me all about it. I think to begin with, I was quite reserved because there's actually a four year, about a four year age gap between us. So he's four years younger than me. Um, my whole purpose for moving to Brisbane was so back in the June, bef- the year before, I'd kind of had a breakup and I'd gone through all that healing in Melbourne, but I'd moved to Brisbane kind of for a fresh start. And so I kind of didn't want to jump into like arrive here 14 days later jump into a relationship mm. you know so yeah not and on top of that he was four years younger than me which shouldn't matter but it would in my head it, I was like oh that's such a huge age gap like I think I was overthought the situation 100% think as well I've always always met guys and just jumped straight into relationships so for me it was super important just because I felt this guy was special that we built a friendship first so we just kind of mm. hung out and got to know each other and we actually didn't go on our first date until May on Mother's Day, would you believe? So, <laughs> <laughs> You guys love your calendar dates there. We love our calendar dates. So it was on Mother's Day and we went to coffee club of all places. Oh, my goodness. I mean, We'd... before that, we'd had a few sneaky kisses, you know. <laughs> yes. Were any or either of your mothers in tow with that date? Um, not in tow. His mum lives in Zambia and my mum lives in Melbourne. So at that point, neither of them were in the States. So... Um, but yeah, from there we kind of, because he was from Zimbabwe, we were doing some things with, um, he was going through some visa things and trying to get a visa to stay in the country. So there was a very strong, I think the other reason why I was a little bit reserved is if the visa stuff didn't work out, there's a very strong, um, strong idea that he could be deported. And I just didn't want to get emotionally connected to someone who might get sent home. So actually setting us up. And I don't know, I think very early in a relationship, I don't think I'd be keen for a long distance relationship at that stage. You know, when you're just starting to learn to know each other, it's quite hard to get to know each other if you're on opposite sides of the world. Absolutely. As someone who has experienced that, I can fully vouch for that. (laughs) So I just didn't know if I was up for that, but I don't know. This guy is a hundred percent worth it and totally like blew me away. So I, this is the 21st of May and we both said we're both sitting in, or just watching a movie and I said to him oh so what are we in here you know we had that whole awkward conversation and it turned he was like he's like well I thought we were dating and I said I thought we were dating too but like let's make it more official so we beca- that's when we became well, I hate this term boyfriend and girlfriend <laughs> I'm too old to be a, I'm too old to be a girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> I want to know With that being said, him being four years younger than you, were there ever any doubts in your mind about emotional maturity? I know you said you were a little bit hesitant about diving into the relationship. Did you ever find that there was a difference because of your ages in emotional maturity, emotional intelligence or anything like that? 
I think for him, because he was, so he was born and bred, well, kind of born and brought up in boarding school in Zimbabwe, which is obviously a very different, um, now having been back there um, just last year, I kind of have a greater appreciation for what he went through for schooling. And so it's a much like a very much stricter schooling. It's very Mm. regimented. It's um, obviously there's still things that happen over there that wouldn't happen in Australian schools. And then obviously being brought up in a boarding school environment, he had to be independent. He had to learn to be emotionally mature. So he's actually a lot more mature for his age than you, you would expect. Like a lot of the time people think he's the older one of the two of us, not because of maturity I mean he but we he does I've never that was never a thought in my mind that he was emotionally immature Mm. so I think the thing that made us click was we just had very very similar values and I think that was something that I started to look for in relationships um, after high school was people that shared similar values I think that I have five really top core values and I want the person I'm with to kind of share those values with me so and I'm assuming that one was, of those is not rats in pockets. <laughs> no, not rats in pockets. Um, <laughs> was your partner ever planning on moving back or was he here for the long haul or did that change when he met you? And I think he would have always liked to have gone back to the family farm. I mean, he always wanted to get an Australian passport. And then when we met, our goals in life just kind of aligned, shifted so that they they aligned and we both wanted the same thing. And I mean... Obviously, without I'm not going to go too much into it because I don't know how much I can talk about it um, on the podcast, but we went through a lot of immigration things. It took us four years to get him very stable in this country and to become a permanent resident. And then just last year, we he became a citizen. So there was a lot of... Congratulations. That is no easy task. After six years of fighting, it was, as I say, we were, it was a fight. It wasn't a walk in the park. Um and this but is yeah, why so one of your words like, is fighter. I'm, I'm, I'm getting yeah, it now. Fighter. Yeah, yeah. As I say, we went it, like we went through every step of the visa process twice, and we've. I think when you're going through that, there's a lot of unsettlement in your relationship. Not mm. necessarily unsettled with each other, but just feeling unsettled about what what was going to happen next. So as soon as we got the permanent residency and then the citizenship, like our relationships just settled so uh, like is- into a really nice rhythm. I can't even imagine how much of a weight lifted off your shoulders that must have been, off both of your shoulders. Yeah, 100%. And I think when we, until we kind of got our permanent residency and we knew that he didn't wasn't going to get sent home, it meant we couldn't really make plans for the future. So um, it kind of put a lot of things on hold, like buying a house. And because we were just like, what's the point of buying a house if we don't know where we're going to be, you know, or mm. having children, which is something that was super important to, super important to both of us, but especially to me. Being that little bit older, I think that's one thing that we've always taken in, into account that I am four years older, so we Definitely. didn't want to wait for children. <laughs> and that sense of being in limbo would have been really stressful on both of you, I can imagine. And I guess that is leads me into the next question that I was going to ask you, which was all about your evolution. And I, I can kind of gather now how much evolution there actually would have been to get from where you were to get to where you must be now. Yeah, I think there was a lot of conversations like if he got sent home, what would we do? And I said, well, I would move to, I would move heaven and earth for you and I'd move around the world for you. Like there was wow. no doubt about that. I think that on top, but on top of that, I was like, I didn't, on the flip side of that, I am a registered nurse. I love being a nurse. And obviously nursing in Zimbabwe isn't the same as Australia. Um, so I guess my concern was if I moved there, what was I going to do? Mm. But like at the end of the day, I would have moved like 
there was no doubt in my mind that I would have moved for him. He was just, he's totally worth it in every sense of the world. (laughs) So you said you would move heaven and earth for him, which is absolutely amazing. And I want to know why, what do you love most about him? He is very unassuming in the respect you look at him and you think he's a bit of a macho boy but he's got this really (laughs) kind and compassionate side and like when we were in school I was a bit of a band geek and he was a bit of the all-rounder jock boy and you wouldn't think those two would necessarily match together but very American pie of you (laughs) very American pie of us but he's very he brings out the best qualities of me and I bring out the best qualities of him so not to say that our relationship doesn't have its own struggles like everyone's does but I think we both balance each other out in he can be very stubborn and I'm not so stubborn and you know so I've brought that out of him and you know things like that so those are the things I love about him most that he just balances me that's beautiful makes you feel at peace it's this is one of my favorite (laughs) questions to ask people because I get to hear how happy they are but then I flip it right on its head and I ask you what is something that you may not love as much that's quite a hard question but I don't think there's anything I don't love about him there is things I don't like for me, I think his stubbornness but <laughs> is probably the hardest. And sometimes his, because he can be quite shy and quite reserved, his, we sometimes have a little bit of a breakdown in communication, but not in, the, not in a bad sense, just in the respect. I would, don't 100% know always what he's thinking and I, I'm the person that overshares and he's the person that undershares. So the idea, when I told, I actually told him I was going to do this podcast and he was like, oh, that's so, you're not going to talk about me, are you? And he was very like, and I was like, yeah, why not? Like, I may as well give it a go. Like I've never been asked. So yeah, you this, are this, the source. The idea, of talking, the, other, the idea of talking to someone that isn't his friend would be like completely out of his comfort zone. Yeah. Well, it sounds like but you probably not, meet in the middle there. That would be. We do. <laughs> now tell me, Hannah, what is your favorite thing to do together? It's always fun to hear what different couples like to do. I like to hear inspiration. The audience loves to hear inspiration. So what's something that you enjoy when you do it together? pre-baby we love going to the beach with our fur baby which was the best we love just getting away and going for a road trip and going and getting in the ocean like the beach is our happy place Mm. I mean we don't get there as often as we'd like and then I guess post-baby it's just hanging out as a family like our baby is 16 months old and he's just in such a fun age and he just absorbs everything so we just love hanging out as a family and we like make the most of family time how many years has it been now that you have been together uh, we've been together seven years this well we kind of say we've known each other seven years since valentine's day this year obviously been together seven years in may not married but have one baby and one baby on the way <gasps> no you've got another baby on the way oh my god which is a secret you heard it here no first, one knows. everyone <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret that no one knows <laughs> No one, no one possibly knows about it now. Oh, well, congratulations. (laughs) And what are your plans this Valentine's Day? Is Valentine's Day, I know a lot of people find it kind of gimmicky, a bit over-commercialized. Obviously, this is a special day for both of you for a different reason. You met this day. So do you do anything on it specifically ever? Um, Well, this year we are getting our first ultrasound of our baby. So that's pretty exciting on Valentine's Day. Um, But usually we just like make sure that we spend it together. We don't make it over. Like we're not about buying flowers and cards and all like that. We can show, we usually make a meal together and we sit down and make sure we have a meal and put our phones away. And that's really good quality time. And then we sit and watch a movie with our phones in our bedroom. So we're not... (laughs) interrupted by our phones I think it's quite easy when your phone pings these days just to pick it up out of habit so we really make an effort to put our phones away on Valentine's Day 
and just Beautiful. have a date that's us. Hannah, what is a piece of dating or relationship advice that you would give to the listeners? I think you're going to have something really insightful to say based on all the trials, all the tribulations that you've gone through in your current relationship. Uh, I guess this is kind of our catchphrase. We support each other through the good, the bad, the ugly and sad and everything in between. That would be my relationship advice. That is how we live our life, that we support each other through everything. So would just be support your partner through everything and help them achieve their dreams would be my piece of relationship advice. But yes, our family motto is support each other through the good, the bad, the ugly and the sad. Thank you so much for coming on the story of us. It has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. I've had so much fun. I've loved getting to know you and best of luck for the new baby and happy Valentine's Day. Thank you so much. And we can't, I can't wait to not necessarily hear this episode because I don't like hearing my own voice. No, you have to listen. Me, but I look, forward to he- I look forward to hearing future episodes. I literally uh, found your podcast, obviously got in touch with you last week, and I think I've listened to every single one you've already quite published. So I think I'm a mega fan. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. It's been such a privilege to get to hear your story on the show. Well, there you have it, everybody. Another beautiful love story to send us off into our day. I hope you enjoyed your Valentine's Day, whether you celebrated it or not. And remember that it does not matter if you had someone to share it with or not. I think if anything, it's simply a great reminder to give everyone a big hug, a sloppy kiss, a compliment, or just a bit of extra love, because this world can always do with more love. Don't forget, if you have an amazing story or you know someone who does, send me a message on Instagram at Story of Us Podcast. Please also feel free to give the show a rating wherever you get your podcasts. I hope you have a fabulous day. Enjoy your week and I will see you next Wednesday for another episode of The Story of Us.